0: you're about to listen to a message from the father's church the father's church is an assembly of believers committed to revealing the fatherhood of almighty god to this generation through sound biblical teachings and corresponding moral conduct this message will challenge encourage and propel you to fulfill that purpose and leave that life that god has originally designed for you as revealed in his word. Be blessed as you listen.
1: Amen. Okay. Hallelujah. Okay. So, so last Sunday in particular, we the, the, the um, Freedom Fellowship meeting, we learned the Lord from the drama and the word that came, the spoken word, all of them was such a blessing. And we learned that as our Lord Jesus was on earth, so are we to be also. Praise the Lord. So you know what your standard is. Your standard is not your neighbor. Your standard is not the preacher. Your standard is not that person over there. Your standard is who? Jesus, praise the Lord. And the Bible says, Christ in you is what? The hope of glory. And it's Christ where he's already in us. So we are just to manifest. Amen. We are just to make room for him to manifest. Praise the Lord. And on Wednesday, we also went further in the same Psalm 110. And um, Momichi took us and we saw that from verse 1 and 2, we saw God's business. Praise the Lord. The Lord said to my Lord, sit down okay, at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. You can see that that conversation, we have no part in it, isn't it? We're just listening, we're hearing our uh, information, okay? And verse 2 says, the Lord shall send the rod of your strength out of Zion, ruling the midst of your enemies. We also see that we have no part there, okay? But when we got to verse 3, we got involved and he said, your people shall be what? volunteers in the day of your power your people shall be willing so we see what the way i captured it for me was that verse one and two tells us god's got it praise the lord god's what got it god is in charge he knows what he's doing praise the lord whether the headsmen, whether the conspirators what it doesn't matter god got it in what control praise the lord however in verse three we see that we are involved And we learned on Wednesday that let nobody be fooled. People are pressing in. Praise the Lord. You know, there is this tendency to do Shakara for the things of God. But wise men are pressing in. There's a sticker, you know, then that used to say, wise men still what? Seek Jesus. Wise men love Jesus. Real men love Jesus. Wise men still seek Jesus. As it was then, so it is today. Wise men are still what? seeking him and we saw i think it was isaiah 2 verse 2 and 3 it says "It shall come to pass in the last days that the mountains of the lord's house shall be exalted above all the other mountains okay and it says all nations shall begin to flow into it verse 3 says many shall come and say that they many come and let us go to the mountain of the lord to the house of the god of jacob he will teach us his ways underline that if you have your bible open he will teach us his ways he will teach us his ways and we shall walk in his paths can you put the easy to read version for us please For out of zion shall go for the law and the word of the lord thank you easy to read passion says um, can you give us two and three he says in the last days the mountains of the lost temple will be the highest of all mountains so tell somebody you are on the winning side Yes, like we Lent on Wednesday, there is a work in progress. There is a work in process. It hasn't been finished they till I make your enemies. So it's been worked. So don't worry, the Egyptians we see today, soon and very soon, we will see them no more. Amen. Okay, so he says, it will be raised higher on the hills. There will be a steady stream of people from all nations going there. And verse 3 says, people from many places will go there and say, come. Let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the temple of the God of Jacob. He says, then God will teach us his way of what? Living. God wants to teach you and I his way of living. Tell somebody, today I came to church to learn God's way of what? Living. Praise the Lord. And I will follow him in the name of Jesus. I'll follow him, his teaching. The Lord's message will begin in Jerusalem on on Mount Zion and will go out. To all the world. And this is what um, I think the intercessory prayer last Sunday was what we are talking about. Hosea chapter 4, verse 1. He says, This is the problem. He says, There is no mercy, there is no truth, and there is no knowledge of God in the land. That is the root of all problems. When there is no knowledge of God, every evil thing will manifest because the knowledge of God brings light. And where there is no light, darkness is automatically invited. Sell somebody, shine your light. Or better still, let the light of the Lord shine through you. Praise the Lord. Okay, so having said all of that, we, we want to this morning just meditate on Psalm 37, verse 3. Psalm 37, verse 3, and it says, just makes a very simple statement, which we're all familiar with. I'd like us to read it, everybody together, Psalm 37, verse 3. If you haven't opened your Bibles, it's on the screen. It simply says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and what? Feed on his faithfulness. Feed on his faithfulness. You know, this captured me and the Lord said, this is what I want you to tell my people. I want you to talk about my faithfulness. Praise the Lord. He says, trust in the Lord and do good dwell in the land and what feed on his faithfulness and i began to ask and inquire okay give me a background to this praise the lord our lord jesus christ being one with the father had perfect and unqualified knowledge of him okay And that is why when he spoke to us, telling us this is what eternal life is. In John 17, verse 3, he says, this is eternal life that you may do what? That you may climb the highest mountain and, you know, get seven stars. No, he says, this is eternal life that you do what? That you know him. That you know him. That you know him. That you know him. The only true God. The knowledge of God is eternal life. It's not what you would think. Will be the definition of eternal life, but you'll find out as you begin to know Him. Praise the Lord! So it says, "This is eternal life, that you may know Him." And then, when we were praying yesterday, um, Pastor Livingstone in John six twenty nine, He says that the Jews asked Him, verse twenty eight, "What might we do that we might walk work the works of God?" That is a very deep question, and it's a question everyone should ask. They wanted to walk work the works of God, and the Jews said to Jesus, "Straightforward." I want to walk work the works of God. Give me three steps to walk in the works of God. Jesus gave them. The first step is what? Believe in him whom he sent. Second step, what? Believe in him whom he said. Third step is what? Believe in him whom he said. So there must be something there that they're telling us. Praise the Lord. So we want to see what does it mean to know? What does it mean to know him? What does it mean to know someone? If I say I know, um, who do I know now? I know most everybody here. Okay. And, um, okay, if I say I know uh, Julius's mother, I, I know her, I know I don't even know her real name, but I know her as you know, mommy Julius, and um, I don't even know what she likes, what she is. What's your favorite food, man? Opa or Opa, which of the Opa's? Okay, there's Opa, there's Opa, yeah, okay, okay, anyway. So, I I know her, I can identify her Praise the Lord I know her, I can say her complexion I I can say her, you know, physical statistics Isn't that knowing her? Okay, but you see Amaka, if Amaka, the wife, you know The daughter-in-law wants to make her happy You know, she knows what to do That I don't know what to do So, in a sense Amaka knows her more than I do know her Praise the Lord now, that knowledge begins to change the way you can also benefit from her. The way you can also relate with her. So, the truth is this. The more you know her, the more she can work for you. Praise the Lord. Like some of us now, there is somebody I know, okay, a relative of mine, you know, that if you want this lady to do to go to the hills for you, just praise her. Tell her she's beautiful. Tell her that everything about her is excellent. You can't do wrong for that season until that one expires. (laughs) You understand what I mean? You know, just, just, you know, just pump her up. You'll be, that's knowledge. You see, you know something to be able to relate with it. Now, God says, you need to know me. Knowing me is eternal life. And today we want to see what is it about his faithfulness and the part of it also that began to catch my attention is when the bible says feed you know what the word feed means feed is what you do with your food how many of us here haven't eaten for one week nobody here but i'm sure a few of us are fasting three days fasting how many of us are fasting for nigeria okay so almost everyone here has been feeding on food for the last 24 hours and you know what happens if you're not feeding on that food Okay, they said a hungry man is what? An angry man, okay? A hungry man for me, where there is a type of hunger that comes, you're cold, you have headache, you can't see well, you know, it's as though the earth is shaking. No. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay, so feed, feed on his faithfulness. Compare it, you eat. You eat to be alive. You eat to be healthy. You eat to, to think well. There are some conversations that someone brings up to you. You say, wait, let me eat first. You understand what I mean? So the Bible is saying that your spiritual life, which is the most important part of your life, is not going to be together unless you're feeding on his faithfulness. That's why they say, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Listening to the... um, To the talk show of 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 the Freedom Fellowship, our sister said there is one thing on the mind of the young people. Either to is it Jabba or Jabba? Which one? Eh? Jabba or to Hammer? Okay. Now that 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 is okay, but you see those who know the Lord, it doesn't matter whether they Jabba or they Hammer. Where they are is that they are in a place where they know whom they have believed. And they are fully persuaded that their lives, their destinies, which they have committed into his hands, what? He's able to what, Perform that which they have committed. So it doesn't matter whether they step out. And I thank God that our, our sister reminded, you know, mentioned to us about someone who had jabbed, but they're still in the same zone of complaining. Because your salvation is not in a location. Your salvation is in Christ. Praise the Lord. It's in Him. That is where we are settled. We have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. Not in Canada, not in uh, USA, not in Singapore. But what? In heavenly places. That is where you need to go to. Praise the Lord somebody. Praise Jesus somebody. So, so we begin to see that it's essential. And I want to take a step back, so, so I explain this further, so you, 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 you were on the same page. Science. I was telling somebody recently that um, if I had my option now, if I were to go back to school, I would study sciences, because nothing backs up, you know, helps my worship of God as the understanding, the little I know of science. And, you know, science and scientific achievement is only possible is only possible because it relies on the stability and reliability of the physical world. Science, scientific achievement, advancement, all of that, sending a man into space. Have you ever thought about that? Man can't fly. Man can't be suspended. But by reason of scientific study and scientific endeavor, man can send man to space. And the man goes to space. Now they're even going on holiday to space. Recently, you know, uh, what's his name? The virgin man, you know, the other two persons have gone in on a voyage to space. 10 minutes, 15 minutes. It's only possible, you know why? Because of mathematics. Mathematics says if 2 plus 2 is 4... Then, if I can, if I want to get for, if I add this, I add this, I get for. Whether it's this direction or the other direction, it doesn't matter. So, scientific advancement is built on the reliability of matter. Are you with me? If matter were variable, if matter behaved, not matter, matter behaves the way she likes. Not this matter. The matter of whatever that. <laughs> The scientific matter. (laughs) If matter behaved as it felt under different circumstances, there will be no science. I hope you know that. The planes won't fly. The cars won't drive. The ship won't float. But because God has created his physical world and said to us, these are the properties They call it properties, right? Or characteristics of this. So air, this is what air is, this is what water is. This is what happens when you mix this with this. So they go into a lab, they mix A plus B, they get what it is. They know that is constant in every situation. So science is possible, scientific advancement is possible because of the faithfulness of the physical world. Am I communicating? That is it Now how do I imagine That I can progress as a Christian If I also don't build On the faithfulness of God God is my source Praise the Lord When God created me He said what Let us make man According to our image According to our likeness And when he formed me He breathed into me what His breath when he created the rest of creation, he brought it up. So everything is functioning based on the principles that he came out with. So I came from God and my joy, my progress, my success, my happiness, all of that, my victory must be dependent on how connected, how much I know, I study, I obey, I align with the one I came from. Is someone with me? So, God is to be studied. <laughs> Excuse me. God is to be learned. That's why the Bible says, as new born babe, someone here, you're born again, and you are not studying. It says, as new-born babe, it says, desire the sincere milk of the world, that what? You may grow thereby. If you don't know God, time is just elapsing on you. Nothing is happening. If you're not studying, you're, nothing is happening you know i i don't want to spoil you know my coming back but no matter how you sing no matter how you shout no matter how you cry if your knowledge of god does not increase you have gone nowhere it's like you starting a car and leaving it on neutral and you finish the fuel the fuel will finish the car hasn't moved you know why you have not engaged you understand what i mean So, no, he said, desire the sincere milk of the world that you may grow as you encounter with the world. You know whom that called you. He said, He who called you is faithful. You begin to know Him. As you know Him, then you can make progress. That's why you look at the life of our Lord Jesus. His life was a life of stability and peace. Why? He had such knowledge of the Father. Jesus does something and men are shouting. There is none like you. And the Bible said he committed himself to no man. Why? He knew the father and he knew that the only reliable person in all circumstances is who? The father. He knew that men are as what? Flaky as, you know, whatever it could be. So he would not commit himself. But you and I know that's not our experience. If we get into a place and people hail us, hail us. We want to always come there. We say, these people really like me. I like the way they made me feel. Okay, And if you get into a situation and it's as though God is not embracing, you're not feeling those shivers. Then you begin to say to yourself, maybe God is not with me here. But God is not with you in your emotions. God is with you in his integrity. That's part of growth. That's why as a mature person... You know, there are acts you take, there are decisions you make, not based on feelings. You know it is necessary. One thing I have is that, you know, I have this problem of, you know, sleeping. So, I don't go to bed. I don't fall asleep. That I think that's it. I never fall asleep. Rarely, maybe, maybe in the airplane I fall asleep, but I rarely fall asleep. If I were a child now, okay, there will be problem because, you know, as an adult, nobody is going to beat you to go to sleep. Okay? But I have to go to sleep because I know the next day is coming. So sometimes I succeed in doing that by 3 a.m. Sometimes I succeed by 2 a.m. Sometimes I succeed by 1 a.m. So what I do is that I work hard at it because I, I know I live in the normal world. So the day will come when I will interact with fellow men. Okay. But left to me, I can go on. Thank God, you know, that there are profitable things you can do with those late hours. But if you're not careful, you can just waste it. Praise the Lord, somebody. So, we are today are saying, the word of God says, you and I must feed my actions, my decisions, my fears, my whatever it is must be based on that word, on the truth that God is faithful. Now, I want us to look at what faithfulness is, you know, briefly so that we don't get beyond ourselves. Faithfulness simply is the fact or quality of being true to one's word or commitment. Faithfulness, the fact or quality of being true to one's word. Or commitments as to what one has pledged to do or professes to believe. So, on our part is what we have, you know, professed to believe. But on God's part, it's being faithful to his word. Praise the Lord. It's being faithful to his word. It's being faithful to his word. The, the Bible says in Psalm 138 verse 2, a scripture we all are familiar with, okay, talking about our God. It says, this, the psalmist says, I will worship toward your holy temple. And I will praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth. Look at the last one. Let's read it together everyone. It says for you have what? Magnified your word above all your name. That is faithfulness. Faithfulness means this person. What he says or what he said is what he will do. Praise the Lord. There are no surprises with this person. He, he, he's, he's almost you can say he's predictable But you can only predict to the ability of your intelligence So when we say God is predictable We have to be careful Because I can only predict what I think of What I can you know, enc- you know, encapsulate in my mind That's why the Bible says to him who is able to do what Exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can what Imagine, ask or imagine that's God. Because it's bigger even than your imagination. So when I predict God, I must finish my prediction and humble myself and say, August, continue. Is someone getting me? So faithfulness is fidelity or fidelity. It's loyalty. So when we say God is faithful, we can say God is loyal. God will not pull the rug off of me. God will not say to me, go and dodge me. Are you getting me? God won't send you and then back out on the road. He won't do that. That's not him. God is constant. Faithfulness of God is his constancy. Jesus Christ, the Bible says, is the same word. Yesterday, today, and forever. What he did, he's doing, he will always do. Who he is, he was and will always be. Constancy, faithfulness. Faithfulness talks of devotion. Okay, I'm devoted to you. God is committed to us. When the Bible says, for God so loved the world, he hasn't stopped loving the world. Praise the Lord. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. He gave his only begotten son. When we learned child, that when our Lord Jesus finished his work, God said, what is the next best thing that can happen for them? He gave us his Holy Ghost. And the song says, thank you, O my Father, for giving us your son. And leaving your spirit on earth, Living your spirit till your work on earth is done. So God is committed. His devotion to us is not ending. Somebody say thank you Jesus. Yes, his devotion to us is not ending. His his devotion, another word says unwavering. Unwavering. That's what faithfulness is. Dedication, commitment, allegiance, truthfulness, dependability. Now, you you can take it and look at it from this angle also. So, because God is all of this, you can be sure that that scripture that says, and we know, what do we know? We know that in all things, what happens? God works for the good of those who, who love him. And we know that is a product of knowing his faithfulness. You know why? Because there are things you will see that will look like, Mba, you know, all things are against me. You remember who made that statement? All things are working against me. That was Jacob, the father of Joseph. He made that statement. Whereas all things were being working, all things were working to fulfill God's destiny and for his best interest. But because he was a man and was limited in his knowledge and revelation of God, he thought all things were working against him. You see, I think it was Momichi that was saying on Wednesday, that this this faithfulness of God is to the extent that even when enemies rise against you, you know what they end up doing? They just humor God. They don't hinder God. The enemies of the righteous don't hinder God. They humor God. That's how big he is. If they were going to hinder you, they won't even exist. If that thing won't work for your good, then God will not allow it to work. That's how great he is. That's how big he is. That's how omniwise he is. Because he sees the end from the beginning. When he analyzes it. When the brothers of Joseph wanted to do all they wanted to do. God looked at it and said, well, he's going to be, you know, the one that I used to dream. So, I could send him to Egypt on a ship. I could send him to Egypt on the back of a donkey. I could send him to Egypt. Divers means. But, let them do it this way. And he approved it. Why? Because it's God. So we read now the story, and we see that indeed, what happened, all things were what working together. Now it's easy. Also, okay, okay. L- l- let me touch that, and I continue talking about knowing somebody. There's a level you know somebody where, okay. L- let me use the choir now. Listening yesterday, I didn't know it was here. That was most times when I'm listening in my office when they're doing rehearsals. I know who is you know rehearsing. But I think, see, you are in the Igbo song. The Ibo song didn't allow your voice to come out You are singing it. So, so I didn't know who was singing. But uh, uh, Ray is singing. I know it's Ray. This person is singing. I know is this. So you can know somebody to the extent that you can trace the person's path. There's a way someone would drive. You say this person drives like Pastor Lord. Momchi told me the way, you know how Pastor Lord drives. I said I know There's a way you eat, you know. Somebody will do something, you say, This is how I must be this person that did this. How many of us as children have had our parents come back into the house and something was wrong? And there were five of you, they didn't call five of you, they just called you. Am I right? They do that, right? They know you, they know who would do this type of thing. I told you the story many years ago, I stole my father's pen. You know, I was in this Ajebo school that everybody was posing. So I decided to pose. So I went home and stole my father's packer. I said, besides, he's a mechanic transporter. He doesn't need pen. So I took the pen, went back to school, was posing. I came back one holiday. My dad just smiled. I said, go and bring my pen. <laughs> if I said, you know, as a child, if I said, did you steal my pen? I would have said, no, I didn't steal it. Too. He said, go and bring my pen. I just went and brought the pen. That was the end of the discussion. He knew which of his children was still paired. Okay? He knew. Okay? So, so you can know to the level where you are able to trace. This is what this person did. So it's a level also we should get to know God. Okay? Where something happens. And that is level where many haven't even come to. Where you see miracles and signs and wonders and say, this must be God. Someone calls you and say, "Uh, you that is in green, your name is this, this is your phone number, this is all of that. You ate apple for breakfast and uh, you're planning on eating Amala for lunch. And then, do you think God in his grandeur majesty will waste time doing all of that? What is the conclusion? I'm listening so then, what, and then, and then, and then, so all of that phone number, what is it going to lead me to? If it finishes and says, sow a seed, or it finishes and says, your mother in law wants to kill you, God knows that if my mother in law wants to kill me, he can handle my mother in law. It won't be news to me. He says, if a man's ways are pleasing unto the Lord, it is the Lord's business to handle it. Why are you telling me somebody wants to kill me? Are you not my, my protector? Are you telling me, sir, I'll go and engage GSS to protect me? Next time somebody tells you this is, and this is the reason why you're not pregnant, ask the person, why are you telling me? When the doctor finds out the problem, do you become a pharmacist? Isn't it between the doctor and the nurses and the pharmacist to give you treatment? They finish, they give you prescription. So, so knowing God takes you to the level where people can't tell you nonsense things. Many years ago, somebody came here and was prophesying to me. I was looking at the person, you know, in that hall. Some, a few of us may remember. I thought maybe he thought because he came from America, I want to listen to what he said. He said, you know, God has this plan. Are you telling me? I know the plan God has for me. I'm his child. He's my father. Do you understand? I, I live with him. Imagine somebody meeting you on the road and telling you about your father that you came out from his house. Do you understand? The only thing they'll be doing is that they'll be bringing confirmation. They'll be bringing a charge. They'll be quickening you where you were getting sluggish. But nothing to impress you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you understand? You, you know God to where you are able to trace. He said, this can't be him. Are, are you getting what I am saying? But there is a path that is beyond that. That one if you get to that is very okay. It is wonderful. And you should get to that. But there is a path beyond knowing his. Tr- tracing his path. You know, that part I put question mark. I didn't even know what to call it. But that's where we're going to. It's where you, 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 you I, 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 after searching and searching, I just concluded that that is where you say you have faith in God. That's where it is. And the Lord began to minister to me. He said, you know, faith. My faith in God is a counterpart of my knowledge of his faithfulness. That is, it is the correspondence. Of my knowledge of his faithfulness. So, I actually have faith in you to the extent that I know your faithfulness. Are you with me? So, you, you, that point where you know the faithfulness of God is where if God says, turn your cheek, let me slap you. You say, hallelujah. He said that you turn my cheek and you turn. You know why? Because you know that God's slap can only be good for you. The psalmist said, it was good for me that I was afflicted. Haba. Who would say that? It is somebody who knows the love, the faithfulness of the one who is afflicting. It was good for me. That's why when we sang that song. See, you sang that song. It says, uh, uh, there's, what's that song? Uh, whatever comes my way. Today, oh, I will lift up my voice in praise. For I know you are always there for me. When troubles come my way, I'll pray. some people don't put trouble, they don't know God. Because you see, when you know God, you know, I, I, I bet anybody has done wrestling or boxing. If you are a boxer and nobody challenges you, that means you have, no, you have no title. You have no belt. There is no promotion for you. But if you're a boxer and everybody's coming to say, I want to fight you, I want to fight it means you're holding something they want. When troubles come my way, was it not God that said to Satan, "What are you wasting your time walking around? Have you considered my job? Go and challenge the heavyweight champion of the world." He said, "Go and see Job." And Satan said, "I thought he was out of bounds." I get what I'm saying. It's where that is where faith begins. Faith is not faith doesn't originate from me. Which is what we began to learn, I think, a month ago. Faith, faith, no. Faith is a response to my knowledge of the grandeur of God. The largeness of God. The faithfulness of God. Has God, what did God say? Once I hear it, I have faith. What did God promise? Once I hear it, I have faith. Who is God? Once I see him, I have faith. Jesus said to Peter, he said to Peter, why did you look at the waves? Why did you look at the water? I made them. Yes, they they drown people. They do all of that. But I'm not involved in your case. Faith is when you bring in the faithfulness of God to your situation. Where you say, he said to me. Seek my face. And I said your face I'll seek. From the moment as a child of God. You commit your life to him. And you know the one you committed your life to. God, Remember people of God. Our Lord Jesus made a statement. He said. You didn't choose me. Hallelujah. You didn't. He said, what he says is that. You didn't start this thing. You didn't, you didn't go home with your calculator. You know. Like, like some people. You you tell them to give their lives to Christ And they calculate how bad they are And then they calculate how good they know they need to be And like our brother Chris reminded us Repentance is not changing your ways Repentance is changing your mind To know what is right and what is wrong Repentance is changing your mind But first of all It is about saying God you are right I am wrong That's what it is Now, your wrong ways, you may never be able to handle it on your own. In fact, you will never be able to handle it on your own. But God now, in his power, when you agree with him, turns your heart around. And all of a sudden, the things that you used to do, what will happen? You will do them no more. Why? Because your heart has been converted. That is what conversion is. But conversion can never be by force. You see, every day there are presentations being made to you. God is making presentation. The world is making presentation. The devil is making presentation. God is saying, I'm good. Follow me. God is saying, I'm great. Follow me. God is saying, I can handle your situation. Follow me. The devil is saying, why are you wasting your time? You've heard statement. Life is too short. Enjoy it. A man go kill himself. You know, uh, there was a movie we were seeing the other day. And a and man who was just wasting money in the house. The wife said to her, but you should save money. He said, can somebody enjoy money himself? Ah, for once. A jobless man. 200 and something thousand on drinks. And you, you know, you're justified. You know, some, some of those things. When somebody says it to you, if you're not prepared, you lose your defenses. A ah, man is not wood now. What is that? Just relax for once. Oh boy, you're always too straight. The devil is making proposals. I get what I'm saying. But God is also saying to you, be patient. Be patient. Be patient. He that sows in tears shall what? Reap in joy. God is speaking. Everybody is making proposals. And where the vast tree of that Psalm 110 comes in is where it is that everybody will choose which side he will be on. Your people shall be what? Volunteers. The devil's people also volunteering for him we are volunteering but that volunteership or that willing that side we choose, is based on how we judge who we're dealing with and that is why we today are learning are beginning to get ourselves to the consciousness of the faithfulness of God child of God I don't know how I can you know charge you to this but God is what he's faithful God is faithful God has no word That he has spoken That he will not back up God has no promise That he has made God, You see under compulsion Under pressure uh, 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 Herod Herod had to you know, uh, behead uh, John the Baptist Because of the pressure, peer pressure God has no peer Are you getting what I'm saying no, Nobody makes God do anything so if he said it you know if he, if God says something know that he he thought it out and knew that 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 is what what he wants to do so when he releases his word to you child of God you can build on that word that is a foundation so when God says I love you and then because he has no peer another side to it because he has no peer he has nobody also To put him under pressure. He has nobody to explain things to. You know, God really doesn't say you should come and understand me. That verse we read, what did he say? He said, trust in the Lord. The produce of faithfulness, when you see the faithfulness of somebody, you know what you begin to do? You trust in the person. Understanding is an added bonus, but it's trust. Okay? You know, um, I was in Lagos with my brother, my... Tolu. And you see, if, if, if Tolu were not in Nigeria, he would have been competing with Shoemaker and all of them in, in Formula One. How many of us know that? Yes. That's, that's his area. When Tolu is driving, we're driving one car that was old, but the way it was moving it, you think it's a sports car. But let, let me tell you what happened. You know these stories of containers falling on you? We were behind one container, and I was saying, in my mind, I wasn't saying that. I said, Tolu, hey. Tolu, if it were me, I would have given that container at least five meters. Tolu was struggling for laying with this container. And then there was this ditch where the container would enter, where on the right of the con- vehicle, the container was on, the right of that ditch, if the uh, front, wheel, front uh, wheel yes, enters that ditch, the container would tilt to our side. It was, I was waiting. I was checking to hear news of container falling you see as we're there i just say, lord you sent you know um (laughs) but you see if it were not him driving me i would have gotten out of that can left somehow i said this man is a gifted driver he must have calculated all this and calculated." you see when you know when you know god what i'm trying to say is this that situation you are in now you can trust him in it you can trust him in it. It doesn't matter. You will trust him in it. The reason you're, you know, you're, you're shaky is because you don't know his capability. And if you may know his capability, you don't even know his ways. You don't know how he intends to arrive on the scene. He said to the nation of Israel, when they cried to water, he said, He held them. He said to them, You will not see rain and you will not see wind that is God somebody say that is God do you know how many times God brought water for Israel unconventionally another time they needed water he didn't take them to a stream he took them to a rock this kind God oh, I never see your type oh. if somebody get it they needed water he took them to a rock and all of them were watching. What is this M- Mugu Moses going to do? Moses said, come, I will give you water. And he was going to a rock. I'm sure they will be whispering amongst themselves. Moses done, Kolo. Moses done. He said, watch now you people. Water comes. And they were waiting to see the stream behind the rock. He stopped at the rock. He struck the rock. And lo and behold, what, did, what came out? It was water. That is your God. Tell somebody, that is your God. The situation you are in now may seem hard like a rock, but if you follow him, if you follow him, water will come out from the rock. You know why? He is faithful. The songwriter saying says, "He's too faithful to fail me. But you know, this morning, maybe for on Wednesday, we'll take it further because today is, we, we, we have to shorten time. God is not too faithful to fail you. No. You are too small. You are not even there. God is too faithful to fail. Because you can withdraw. If I say too faithful to fail me. It means if I am falling. He will follow me. Listen. We have to take the scriptures. The Bible says. Let, let me show you the scripture. So if you don't come on Wednesday. At least you. You know I am your pastor. I am daddy. I am not uncle. So I will teach you the thing completely. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 11 to 13. 2 Timothy two eleven. Okay, quickly, it says, this is a faithful saying, for if we died with him, we shall also live with him. Okay, we'll look at all, all, all that on Wednesday. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. Notice that the faithful saying has ifs. I told us many, a couple of months ago here, that every prophecy of God has ifs. If I come here and declare to you that it must happen by force, by force, by force, it's not God. His principle has said you will have free will. If he takes it away, he's no longer faithful. He has to be faithful to his principles. He has to be faithful to his ways. There is someone to get him. So anyway, he goes if if if. Look at thirteen. So for time, what read it for me there? What does it say? If we are faithless, what happens? He remains what? Why? He can't deny himself. Do you understand? That's why if you say, he's too faithful to fail me, you'll you miss it. Because you will withdraw and think he's failing you. Oh, no, no, no. It's not difficult to understand. The, 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 Mary and Martha, they sent. they sent to Jesus. Jesus, Lazarus, whom you love is what? He's sick, sick, he's sick. He needs healing. Healing is easier. Jesus, you can heal by spoken word. You can send handkerchief. You can send panadol. You can anoint clay and send quickly. They will run and bring it. There were many options to heal Lazarus. But what did Jesus do? He did nothing. He did nothing. Yes, he did nothing. He did nothing. And when he came, he did not go. Didn't he know where Lazarus' tomb was? He knew. But he needed them to activate their faith again. That's why he came to them and said, Take me, take me to the last spot. So I continue from there. So when he came, he said, they were saying, if you had be here, he said, I'm here now. Jesus is saying to somebody, I am here now. If you can go back to that situation and tell him, Lord, I failed you then. You didn't fail me. You know, some people argue in their mind and say, God, God who are you that God will fail you? He's ah, like the story Pastor Austin told us that time. Said, you know, in, in their village. You see, you know, there is one beautiful girl that people are always chasing and chasing and chasing. So one day, some girls were running and the beautiful girl was amongst them. Then there was this one, very ugly, that was running. And they said to her, what have they said? They're chasing us. He said, look at you. Who is chasing you? <laughs> he said, look at you. Who notices you? You know, That's the truth. Tell yourself, who am I that God will fail me? God can't. I'm too small. God hasn't filled the stars. The sun is still moving in its orbit The earth is still moving in its orbit if you put seed in the ground It's still responding to what God said The birds are still singing They are still migrating The animals are still bringing forth The deers are still bringing forth Everything God spoke is still working Why do I think that it's in my life That God will fail I am too small for God to fail me Let's jump up on our feet And celebrate his faithfulness And celebrate his faithfulness And I saw the Lord Quiet please come up and help me Let's bless the Lord Let's magnify him. He's a good, good father. He's beautiful. He's excellent. He's wonderful. He's dependable. He's such a mighty God. Worthy of my praise. Tell somebody lift up your faith to him. Meet him where he is. He remains faithful. He remains faithful. He remains faithful. He remains faithful. God remained faithful. He abided faithful. Somebody came to church, and what the devil told you is that your time is gone. 25 years, 15 years, 7 years of that situation. God God is too big to fail you. He is too big. Get up yourself in your mind and say, today I will praise the beauty of holiness. I will worship him. I will exalt him because he is a God that cannot fail. It's not in his DNA. He didn't learn that skill. He cannot learn it. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Have I said it? Will I not do it? He said, who is there that, that can stop me? If I go forward, tell me. He said, who are my enemies? Summon them. Let them do evil or let them do good who is the one that will question me i am jehovah el shaddai i am the mighty god am the great king above all the earth I call forth creation from the east to west they answer me the stars I know them by name I suspend the earth on nothing I am your maker I am your God I am reliable that's what he said to tell you this morning your God is too faithful to fail he said trust in the Lord and do good dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness why are you ready church are you ready are you ready somebody say I, I i i don't like mentioning the devil's name but the devil is stupid may he never win in your life again he's too faithful to fail i'm too small in the equation i am too small do you understand he is too faithful Brethren, this is what the Lord had actually been speaking to us from the communion service. Pastor Lord, you taught us about Paul and Silas. Now, when Paul and Silas were in that prison, in that jail, you know what they were singing and dancing? God loves me. The the, the Bible said the prisoners heard them singing praises. How do you sing praise to a God that allowed you to be beaten and be put in the cell, in the innermost part? abandoned for preaching the gospel at that time some people will be weeping tears oh lord is this what i get for being good is this what i get for keeping my virginity shut up shut up you don't know god's plan is this what i get if i had stolen money i would have been able to pay my children school fees but because god you know i'm not a thief now my child has been sent away from school shut up sing praises Praise his faithfulness. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Yes, that, that's what they were saying. They were saying, God, you are too big to fail me. Should I give you another illustration? One more from the Old Testament, so we we'll close. Second Chronicles 20. The Bible says, Jehoshaphat, if you look at verse 19 towards the end, he brought in a reform in Israel. Okay, he taught, he began to reconcile Israel, take them back. To the worship of the true God And after he had finished The first verse of verse 20 said now The people of Moab, Ammon and Ammon They gathered together against Jehoshaphat And Jehoshaphat was wondering What is going on here He was almost moved To think God had failed him But he had a reset in his brain And from verse 19 He began to sing a different tune He said to the people "Give, Give me verse 19 please He said to Okay 20 sorry Yes, no, 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 no. Is that 20 and 21? Yeah, thank you. He said, He said to them, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. He said, What believe in the Lord your God, and what you shall stand, you shall be established. Believe his prophets, what and you shall prosper. Look at 21. He says, Then he appointed those who should cry. Is that what he appointed? He appointed those who should lament. Is that what he appointed? He appointed those who should do it. He appointed those who should sing and do what? And praise the beauty of holiness. Where I'm going is what they were saying when they were praising. Now, now, listen, listen. You know in Nigeria, eh, God will heal our country. Make sure you come for the throne room on Friday. God will heal our country. Because the, 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 the problem of our country has affected Christianity. The Even our songs are corrupted. You know the type of song that they would have been singing there in Nigeria? Fire, enemy, fire. Fall down and die, all our enemies. That's not what they were singing. What were they singing? Praise the Lord. For His mercy, what? Praise the Lord. Can you imagine someone in that level of difficulty? Can you, do you understand? It meant they were seeing something. I pray your eyes open. I pray your heart opens. I pray your mind comprehends. The faithfulness of God. In every situation. I think the songwriter captured it. Lord you have been good to me. In all circumstances. In all circumstances. They shut the door on your face. His faithfulness is there. The psalmist said your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Can we just bless the Lord? Can we just bless the Lord? Can we just lift him above every imagination, every circumstance, every situation? Can we just worship him? Just just don't let anything come in between your view. He's He's deserving. He's deserving. He's deserving. He's deserving.
0: He's deserving. You have been listening to a message from the Father's Church. We are sure you have been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, off Warren Park Expressway, near next Cash and Carry, Abuja, 9 a.m. Sunday and 6 p.m. Wednesday. Call us on 70 404 you can also find us online on our website, www.thefatherschurchonline.org Facebook, facebook.com thefatherschurch Our Twitter handle, at tfatherschurch Also on Instagram, thefatherchurch God bless you.